Welcome back to the Daily Aztec Music Podcast, which is also simply known as Damn. I am Jason Freund, and I am currently joined by my co-host in... Ryan Hardison. Oh, Ryan, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. We're currently recording this at, uh, oh, a good old 10.30 right now. So that's pretty good. Yeah, solid day so far. You know, it's just... Just class and pain and life. Class and one day death. (laughs) And life. That honestly sounds just like the normal college life in general. Class, pain, and just trying to survive until summer because, you know, don't have any spring break. It's uh, it's always fun. (laughs) Love those recovery days. Love them. (laughs) Love those rest and recovery days. But you know what else I like? Wrestling. Wrestling is freaking awesome. I don't know if anyone out there watches wrestling, but you know what? It's really fun. And you know who else likes wrestling? The music industry. Yeah. Apparently, music industry really likes the WWE. Ryan, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. No, it's honestly extremely popular, especially in, like, rap music. I mean, along with, like, anime, of course. You know, tons of anime references, but and I mean, there's so many celebrities that show up at like WrestleMania. Like, isn't Snoop Dogg in the WWE Hall of Fame? Snoop Dogg is in the WWE Hall of Fame, and Snoop Dogg is actually the cousin of current superstar Sasha Banks. He's the one who actually sang her theme song, her intro song. I actually, I did not know that. I did not know he was related to Sasha Banks. That's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Snoop Dogg actually. I was also kind of surprised because they actually had Snoop Dogg come out with her at WrestleMania as he was rapping her theme song. It was actually pretty nice. Oh, that's dope. But no, honestly, there's so many like a, like high-profile appearances. Obviously, we've talked about Bad Bunny before and how he, <laughs> he's got the belt now. <laughs> I think he still has it's it. Just... He's gonna be he's gonna be at WrestleMania. He's fighting the Miz at WrestleMania. Oh, wait, he's... Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got a title match. And he had this big song, Booker T. I don't know if any of you guys heard it, but it was actually really good, and it looked like he wanted to be the fourth member of the Shield. I'm actually have to pay, like, the pay-per-view price because I really want to see Bad Bunny fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they had Bad Bunny rap the song at... Um, at the Royal Rumble, where they just had Booker T standing there like a statue while Bad Bunny, like, danced around behind him while rapping. The song it was honestly kind of cute. And then they had him come out during the during the match, and, like, he climbed up the ropes and jumped off the ropes. And literally, he slipped off the top rope, but he still made the body slam. Oh, my God. What a guy. He honestly should start integrating, like, wrestling into his live performances. Like, in all of his concerts, he should build a rate like like you know the <laughs> rink and stuff like that like have like the mats on the ground and just have random like wrestlers show up like all right triple h is here tonight <laughs> triple h is here tonight ladies and gentlemen oh my god but not only just bad bunny i know oh my god correct me if i'm wrong migos they're the ones who dropped uh yeah you know, rick flair drip you know i like that song for all the wrong reasons Good song, but I mean, come on, they got Ric Flair literally is in the music video styling and profiling, smoking a fat cigar. I mean, I do not like that. 
Bro, honestly, that that is a song for audiences, man. I know. Uh, oh yeah, it was Migos because yeah, Offset was rapping on it, and just I don't know, seeing seeing Ric Flair still full of so much life, and just such a badass. <laughs> it's just it's just so cool. Like I don't know. That's why whenever I listen to that song, I have to watch the video too. It's just perfect. It's honestly just so funny seeing this like. 70 year old nature boy rick flair it's like doing his little like jig next to these like three rap superstars <laughs> it's like, it's like just, it shouldn't work but it does that's like imagine your grandpa is like rick flair <laughs> he pulls up with the belts and a gigantic cigar and he's like all right Oh yeah, I'm friends. With, I'm friends with like Offset and Quavo. You know, I'm in Amigos music video, and I'm like 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, but Ryan, what what do you think? Do you th- can you think of like any songs or anything that talk about like just like name drop wrestlers or talk about wrestling in general? One that comes to mind for me. And it's actually not a rap song. It's uh, it's called Stone Cold by Deb Never. She's a basically like an alternative artist, and I really like the song. It's like very like mellow, very like bass heavy, and literally the chorus is just like like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it's just like really smooth. And I love the music video for it too. Like everyone should watch it because. She like reenacts kind of like the stuff from at like the Attitude Era. Like they set up a whole like you know like wrestling event in someone's backyard, and basically the way she's dressed up, she uses those fake like uh, SpongeBob muscles. You know in that episode where he like <laughs> has those yeah. like like blow up muscles. So she has those on. And she's this like skinny ass girl, so she's like puffed up like that. And in a match, I think. Like during the music video, she gets hit by a trash can, I think, in the ring. <laughs> and there's announcers, fans, everything. And it's just so funny because she just, she gets it so perfect and it's so accurate. And yeah, I like love everything about it. <laughs> okay. The one song that I know is actually really popular. For some reason, I don't know why this song was picked. It, Limp Biscuit. Everyone knows like the, <laughs> the, the the new metal, basically butt rock, but added some rap music and you get new metal. <laughs> he made a song, the ones like keep rolling, 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 like that one. <laughs> the freaking Undertaker used that for like a couple years as his intro song. Yeah, the spooky darkness, death and woe Undertaker had a gimmick where he called it the American badass gimmick and he was basically a biker. And he used that song as his intro for two years and he used it again at WrestleMania. And it's just like the Undertaker like sitting in like a motorcycle, like revs up the motorcycle, just starts driving around to this Limp Biscuit song in the background. Wow. Now I, I can honestly picture the Undertaker just rolling around on like a Harley. But ne- like I would have never thought Limp Biscuit, but I guess that actually makes a lot of sense. 
and I could see that type of music, you know, especially being played during one of his intros. But yeah, I just picture, I don't know, whenever I like hear his name, I just picture the, you know, like the doom and gloom, like, like, oh shit, it's the Undertaker. Yeah, like the whole, whole like, boom. Yeah, and everyone's eyes like light up and they're like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's like seriously, like Undertaker, you don't expect to hear like the new metal, like, Limp biscuit keep rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling, that kind of thing. You're expecting to hear like the doom and gloom, like, like da, da. yeah, organs in the background. You expect everyone's like crapping their pants right now because oh my god, it's the Undertaker. The Undertaker's here to kill all of us. Oh, you see him in a biker outfit. It's like, oh man, the two thousands were something else. Yeah, definitely uh, a fun era for sure, but. I feel like, yeah, because The Undertaker's usual kind of theme, I feel like it's it's kind of like, you know, how you imagine the soundtrack to, you know, like Edgar Allan Poe, like The Raven, just like <laughs> where it's like, death is coming. It's like knocking on your front door. And then this dude just pops up and he's gigantic. He's got his like nice hat on. It's kind of like his like, his, like shamans or plague doctors holding torches as he's like walking down the aisle it's like oh okay here's where i die exactly. he's got that fresh eyeliner and mascara on his eyes like looking into your soul undertaker matches are always like an hour long and 20 minutes of it is just intro of just the undertaker walking to the ring i feel like i could watch that for so long just because he's so like menacing especially when they they're like wrestlers do such a good job of like staying in their character. Yeah. It's it's honestly insane how good they can stay in character during this whole thing. But I want to transition. I'm gonna make a quick transition here because another band I was actually really like, like in with wrestling, especially for like one wrestler was Triple H, Hunter Hearst Hemsley. He was a big motorhead fan. And Motorhead actually wrote the intro song for, for Triple H. They literally just called it The Game because that was Triple H's nickname, The Game. So they went to, he went to Motorhead and said, hey, you know, I really like you guys. We're both friends. We've been very long-time friends. Hunter Hearst Hemsley was actually great friends with the Motorhead's lead singer, um, Lenny, Lemmy, I think. I can't think of his name right now. I know he attended his funeral, though, and actually spoke at his funeral, though, so. But what they did was they wrote him this song. They call it The Game. So, like, for the longest time, Triple H would always come out, like, stunting and, like, completely jacked off the steroids. Like, he just he just injected the steroids, and now he's coming out, like, looking like looking like some super saiyan that just walked out of the, out of the hyperbolic time chamber. Taking like a huge drink of water, like <laughs> spitting it out in a cloud of water, a cloud of mist. And that would be Triple H's intro theme. Another thing that Motorhead did, they sang the song live for when Triple H had like one of his grandstanding things, grandstanding intros of WrestleMania. The lead singer was so, you could tell he was so drunk, he couldn't <laughs> sing the lyrics to his own song. He forgot the lyrics of his own song, but it was still really good. Oh my god, that's just that's so fitting, you know. When like when even the people who appear on like WrestleMania and stuff like that, they're so into it, you know, they're drunk and stuff. I think it just makes the experience so so much better, you know. It's 
it's so authentic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ryan, I don't know how familiar are you with like current wrestlers? Like, are you kind of familiar with them? I'm like somewhat familiar because I'll see some stuff on Twitter every once in a while, especially the main thing that got me back into the world of wrestling was a lot of like uh, Twitter reaction videos because people would use stuff, especially from the Attitude Era because there was so much outrageous stuff going on. But like, I'm somewhat aware of current uh, w- uh, WWE lineup. Also, because I know AEW now is a thing. So I know that like Orange Cassidy guy who keeps his hands in his pockets and just <laughs> somehow like, just like jumps on dudes. <laughs> But somehow the most one of the more popular wrestlers there. Also, if we're talking AEW, quick shout out to Kenny Omega with the uh, One Winged Angel as his theme song. Like he, like this, it, it's not the it's not Sephiroth's actual theme. It's just a song called One Winged Angel. But Kenny Omega had the balls to come out on AEW on Halloween dressed as Sands with Megalovania going for his intro song. Damn, that's actually pretty sick. <laughs> but the reason I bring up. I bring up current wrestlers because there's a guy named Shinsuke Nakamura. He is a Japanese wrestler and he's very popular. He's kind of over with the fans, but they just don't give him the time of day. His theme song is The Rising Sun because he's from Japan. He's from New Japan Wrestling. And at WrestleMania, when they had his, his like live intro, Alice Cooper's guitar, the guitarist for Alice Cooper, Nita Strauss, actually performed it live, like the guitarist live. You get, I implore you guys, if you're listening to this, finish this podcast up and then go onto YouTube, look up Shinsuke Nakamura WrestleMania 34 intro. It will be one of the most amazing intros you've ever seen. You know, like, because Nita Strauss just goes absolutely insane on the guitar. And Shinsuke Nakamura is the kind of wrestler to be like all kinds of wacky and crazy. That's kind of his character. So he rolls it so well. It's beautiful. It's like, ah. The perfect is like the little like it's just one of my favorite WrestleMania intros. And I just love the fact that musicians and guitarists and even rappers can always talk about wrestling. I don't know what you think about that, Ryan, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I think it's honestly something that crosses all musical boundaries because there's artists from pretty much every genre, I feel like, who are gigantic wrestling fans. And I just love the idea. And I think I think this would be really cool if they like did this sometimes. Cause I know obviously, like you said, live live performances while uh like wrestlers walk up to the ring, you know, like during their intros. But imagine, you know, they're in the ring, they're wrestling, you got the commentators going, and you have like someone playing the electric guitar like right outside the ring. Something like that, where they're performing or someone like having a rap show like five feet away from the ring <laughs> i mean heck i mean you want john cena to come back and the doctor of thugonomics gimmick oh absolutely absolutely no literally mid match he should someone toss him a mic and he should perform okay not gonna lie i'm pretty sure john cena rapped his own theme song during when during the thugonomics thing and it was honestly kind of better than a lot of rappers out there right in the game right now like i'll say right now john cena better rapper than six nine oh absolutely without a doubt without a doubt it honestly 
kind of works. Like, if he decided for some reason he just didn't want to do wrestling anymore or acting, I think he could go into rap music. I think he could have some nice features, you know, maybe make a good album. I think he's got the talent. He definitely has the talent. I mean, he's got the wrestling ability. And yeah, it's not the best rap from John Cena, but for a white guy, kind of into like his 30s, 40s, getting up there at his age, not bad. It's not terrible. It could be a heck of a lot worse. But for some reason, John Cena is still able to kill it in the mic game. Yeah, even as kind of like a gimmick, I feel like it's better than it should be, you know? It, mm-hmm. It's actually, you listen to it, it's like, oh, this this actually isn't that bad. He's <laughs> actually, I feel like that's such a cool name, Dr. Thugonomics. The, the Dr. Thugonomics coming in there, he would all, like, Dr. Thugonomics is probably one of the best vari- variations of John Cena. Like, I love the Dr. Thugonomics, but... Then he turned face, and now he's in Hollywood, and now everyone hates John Cena. But that's another thing to talk about later on. I just love that now songs in general can just name drop, like, you know, Steve Austin, or they can drop the RKO, or they can talk about John Cena or The Rock, or all of these big wrestlers. And people get it, too. Like, I don't know if there's any other songs out there that name drop wrestlers like that in the mainstream media, but it's just so cool hearing it. Yeah, one of my favorite artists, like, in rap right now, Westside Gun. he's a gigantic wrestling fan. Like, literally with the enthusiasm of a little boy, he goes to WrestleMania every single year, and at least 30 of his songs are named after something related to the WWE, or just wrestling in general. I know he, like, on one of his albums from a couple years ago, there was a song named after the Lucha Bros. He has a song Undertaker versus Goldberg, which is my personal favorite because <laughs> he literally midway through the song before the beat switches up, there's a sample from like, I think it was the first time Undertaker and Goldberg faced off and he has the announcer intros and it's so, it's honestly so cool and it's so weird because it's like, why? did he choose this as a sample like midway through the song but then the beat transitions and uh he's on griselda records and basically on a lot of their songs the the tag will be griselda and it drops at the perfect time and it's so awesome and i can't really do a good job of explaining it but if you want to listen it's undertaker v goldberg and yeah he's just like the biggest wrestling fan in the world uh, he has countless songs named after it, and just yeah, he's he's a, he's a character. <laughs> you want to name drop that that name one more time, Ryan, just so I can conveniently write it down and check out his stuff later. Yes, yes, his name is West Side Gun with two N's. Because in the rap game, you have to have at least two N's. But okay, yeah, I'm definitely checking that out later because if he's name dropping a bunch of wrestling wrestling music i'm all in on resident i love gimmick music like when it just has a theme like you know it talks about like oh it's like strictly about wrestling or it'll be about like pirates like i love that kind of music it's so cheesy and so gimmicky but at the same time it's just so freaking funny it's good no honestly though because him especially because i laugh at his music a lot 
Nug is necessarily funny, but he starts off a lot of his songs with like a bunch of ad libs, and they're like shooting ad libs. So he's like, do 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 do, and it's like, <laughs> and like I can't I can't do it justice, but like. There's literally videos on YouTube of him, like, just doing ad-libs because it's so unique and weird. And then you have the random wrestling references. And you know they're huge wrestling fans or fans of anything in general, especially. I love this when they when rappers do it with the NBA, when they just drop random NBA players' names, like, oh, in the club, I'm shooting, like, Stoyakovich or something like that. <laughs> it's like, they named some random, like, undrafted guy for the Pistons. We, we, had, a, we had an entire song dedicated to Mo Bamba. I mean, come on. I mean, Money in the Grave also name-dropped Zion Williamson. NBA is huge amongst, amongst the rap community. That's another podcast I did we got to talk about. NBA and basketball. M- NBA in the rap game we gotta talk about that at least at some point that would be a fun oh yeah absolutely especially everyone should check out uh miles bridges who i can't remember what team he plays for right now and so i'm gonna look that up oh wait i think the he plays for oh yeah he plays for the hornets and basically he's a rapper now part-time and he's showed up on a couple songs and it's actually like really good, not gonna lie. I forgot what his name is because his name like in rap is in Miles Bridges, obviously. But yeah, he's he's got talent, especially oh my god. I, I, I like one one day on this podcast I will start raving about Detroit rap music. It's so <laughs> amazing and funny because they're the way that they rap like Michigan rap in general, it's so creative and it's so cool and yeah. I'll, I'll shut it up for now, but yeah, do yourself a favor and check out Michigan Rap. And honestly, there's a lot of like intro songs. Switching back to wrestling now, switching back to WWE, I want to close this up pretty soon, but there's a lot of like intro songs for the WWE. Like they make their own intro music. And some of them is crap. Like some of them are awful. Like they did keep, I will say it right here. I will scream this out of the world. They did keep Lee dirty with his new theme music. His previous theme music was called, was basically saying like an orchestra in the background saying, oh, bask in his glory. And Keith Lee would walk out like, I think Bridger Keith Lee rapped his own song too. Like he rapped his own music and Keith Lee is like a big dude, but he is freaking awesome. Like he's got so much charisma. And they changed his theme when he got called up to the main roster of NXT to Raw. And it's never been the same. And like, why just give Keith Lee his old song back. It's like, it's the go. They, they literally just did it with Shinsuke Nakamura when they made him a face again. They had a, they had a heel song for him that had like rap in it and no one liked it because they couldn't sing along to it and they changed it back to a face and it's perfect now. But some of them are really bad. But some of them are really good too. Dominic Mysterio, he's the son of Rey Mysterio and he's that one in the Brian, we were talking before this podcast. <laughs> involved in the crazy custody match between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio <laughs> but he's all grown up now and he's in, he's a bona fide WWE superstar he's wrestling right now and they gave him a really good intro song it's called um oh my god I'm blanking on it right now but it sounds like a really good mixture between Rey Mysterio's theme and um and Eddie Guerrero's because it's called Vengo Por Ti, I'm Coming For You in Spanish. So the song is called Vengo Por Ti. 
And for a first time intro song for a new up and coming who's granted the son of a future WWE Hall of Famer, Rey Mysterio, it's also pretty good. Like it's really good. And it's just an example of sometimes WWE can make their own really good music, but at the same time, they can make such bad music. It's like, guys, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. I think one thing that's essential, and like you were saying, how it changes depending on whether you're a face or a heel. I think as long as the music sort of sums up how they are as a character, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. feel like that's the essential part of it. And also something, you know, that fans can either like sing along to or just like vibe out to. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of iconic ones. You have even like iconic sounds, you know, like the glass shattering means Stone Cold Steve Austin's about to show up and kick someone's ass. And like <laughs> Undertaker with the gong. Like, like there's a lot of iconic sounds and just music in general that goes along with it. But I think it's always cool when the wrestlers themselves have a hand in, in their own music, you know, whether they're rapping on it or they're friends with whoever made it. I think that's really cool. I think it makes it like more personal too. So yeah, I'm on team team music. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean I must I love talking about some wrestling. We do it does appear that we have to unfortunately close this one up we have to give give it give this one the uh give this one a three count for the final wrap so you got anything else you want to add before we close off for today mr hardison uh i think i'm good overall i would just also like to mention because i forgot to mention earlier that lil wayne is also a gigantic rap fan he drops a lot of references in his songs especially on a lot of his earlier mixtapes he's a big fan i think i don't know for sure if he's appeared at WrestleMania or on Raw or anything, but I want to say he might have before. But I know he's a huge fan. All right. I'll have to check out and see if Little Wayne actually made it to an episode of Raw at any point. But, well, I think that's all we're, that's all we've got for all y'all today on the Daily Aztec Music Podcast. I'm Jason Freund, joined by, of course, Ryan Hardison. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we hope you have a very nice day.